Also, this reminds me of, there was, my friend uh, used to babysit for a kid who would watch Pokemon, except for he would talk about the Pokemans. The Pokemans. Like, he thought they were saying Pokemon, like, with a Jamaican accent. My buddy. Hello and welcome to the Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. Welcome yep. to this week. Yay. So, what do you want to start with today? Should we do holidays first? I think so. Okay, so today was a good list, and we couldn't pick just one. So uh-huh. today we are celebrating uh, Embrace Your Geekness Day. Yes. And National French Fries Day. Perfect. Did you celebrate today? You know what? I'm gonna get some it? I'm gonna get some fries because uh they're like my favorite food. Yes. <laughs> so I'm definitely well, oh, it's like yeah, I'll get some fries. Um and then uh I was kind of geeky today because I was listening to podcasts at work in the archives and I was listening to our friends on the Cookish and Bookish podcast. Shout out. That was really fun, and then and you once are, were on there, and that's a really and I love their description of going. <laughs> they they were talking about some really great things, but talking when they were talking about Florida mm-hmm. was real funny. Um, yeah, so that was cool. Cool. Uh, did you celebrate today? I did. I had French fries for lunch because I had a migraine today, so I needed grease, and oh, I was no. also playing Pokemon Go when I was leaving work oh, my because God. my job is a Pokestop. But if you're inside the building. You are too far away to use it. You, you have, have to be, be outside. Yeah, you have to be closer to one end, I think, of the or the other because it's a big oh. building. And so, like from my desk, I can't use it. So I had to like load it up before we walked out. <laughs> but I got wow. it. I used it. It was great. And there were hordes of people outside I, just playing Pokemon the, Go. I like don't know anybody who's not playing it right now, <laughs> except me. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I can't do you it. Should. I can't. Just, just do no, it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Next week, you'll probably be like, I'm so into it. I'm doing it. But right now, I'm like, I can't. Too many people are doing it. I can't. It, like, freaks me out when everyone's doing stuff. I don't know what it is. It's just kind of like, ugh. I don't know. I get really nervous, (laughs) (laughs) which makes no sense, I know. Um, So we have our Julia rants. Yes, we do. Would you like to read yours? I would. I would like to comment two things that I'm going to read the whole thing. Um, but on my script of it, I have classist down at the bottom that I was very annoyed with the last paragraph is kind of rude towards the South because when the fillings was a Southern state and mm-hmm. towards people who are in like food service industry, yeah. uh, you know, I was kind of really annoyed by that. So I'm just going to say that before I even say it. And then it cracked me up that we're supposed to say a sporting event. And I think they wanted you to put like basketball game or something. Oh, I but- totally didn't do that. Oh, okay. well, mine is funny when I read it because I, well, spoilers, I put Wimbledon because like Wimbledon was just, you know, happening <laughs> and it's one of my favorite things. And I just love that it, that it, <laughs> it talks about the hooligans at Wimbledon. Hooligans at Wimbledon. <laughs> like, oh, that's a real visual for you. Okay. So you wanted me to, oh God, I gotta get like mad at it, right? Okay. I'm going to get <laughs> mad. No, I'm not. I don't want to be loud. <laughs> I'll try. Okay. Uh, I can't get Julia mad. I'm just too tired, but I'll try. <laughs> too tired. <laughs> it takes a lot of energy to be Julia mad. Okay. 
I would rather spend two hours sharing bruschetta with Charles Manson than watch a woman who apparently purchased her intellect at TJ Maxx for 37 cents chase 25 men with biceps made of iron and heads packed with Cheerios. Because when future generations look upon what we have left for them, which may be by then little more than factory farms and millions of non biodegradable remote controls, I fear they will conclude that they would have welcomed bread and circuses if only they had realized the alternative was Oreos and RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> and let me, t- <laughs> so let me tell you, I know you didn't expect that. All right, let me get mad. And let me tell you a little something about romance. Handing out roses like you're a mascot throwing Skittles to the assembled hooligans of Wimbledon is not my idea of romance. Romance is a man who knows the difference between John Adams and John Denver and who is capable of putting on socks without scratching his head as if he's connecting a Blu-ray player without using the instruction manual. So do not ask yourself why I do not particularly enjoy a television show where the assembled male candidates represent romantic prospects inferior to the workers on the night shift of Wendy's and Raleigh. Ask for yourself whether, after a lifetime playing with a cultural Tickle Me Elmo and dancing on the grave of Oscar Wilde, you will ever recover your dignity. I love it. Man, I... I love that. Can I just say that (laughs) we are married uh, because I also said TJ Maxx and Blu-ray Player. I knew we are going to get at least (laughs) one or two. I knew it. Yes. I'm so proud. I, I thought with the Johns, I wondered if we would have the same John, and then I changed one of mine to John Denver. I don't know uh, why. I just what was your really original? That. John Ham. Oh, okay. Yeah, we didn't have the same ones. Mm-mm. No. Do you want to read yours? God, it's really hard. Like acting is tough. I, I, I can't. Cannot, I don't know. No, I'm not good. I used to do hard. it. We, we know it's, I used to do it's it, but nope. Hard work. Nope. <laughs> hard not, work. Not okay. Easy. okay, I want to hear you're going to do great. Go for it. I would rather spend two hours sharing alligator bites with Bonnie Parker than watch a woman who apparently purchased her intellect at TJ Maxx for a quarter chase 25 men with biceps made of tin and heads packed with cinnamon toast crunch. Because when future generations look upon what we have left for them, which may by then be little more than overpopulation and millions of non-biodegradable eye things, I feel they're, I fear they will conclude that they would have welcomed bread and circuses if only they had realized the alternative was corn dog nuggets and say yes to the dress. And let me tell you a little something about romance. Handing out roses like you're a mascot throwing Twizzlers to the assembled hooligans at the North American Scrabble Championship is not my idea of romance. Romance is a man who knows the difference between John Lennon and John Mayer and who is capable of putting on an infinity scarf without scratching his head as if he is connecting a Blu-ray player without the instruction manual. So do not ask yourself why I do not particularly enjoy a television show where the assembled male candidates represent romantic prospects inferior to the workers on the night shift at the Denny's in Orlando. (laughs) Ask yourself whether after a lifetime of playing with a cultural Furby and dancing on the grave of Virginia Woolf, you will ever recover your dignity. Wow. (laughs) That was beautiful. And also, I could have guessed that you would have said like 90% of those things honestly <laughs> I'm really proud of myself that I'm like yep that's yep I would have told someone that she would have said that mm-hmm, yep except for alligator bites I wasn't expecting that <laughs> I don't know where that came from maybe I'm I don't know I haven't been to the uh, we've had them at um the big easy yep I hadn't been there in a while maybe maybe I need yeah to yeah so yeah if that was fun any of y'all have done and done them please send them to us We'll, we will poorly read them out. Well, Leslie can read well. I can't. I'm just going <laughs> to I'm just gonna laugh through it. We should get oh, lots man. and do a mini-sode. Oh, that'd be fun. That would be fun. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right. 
So, so do you want to talk about your sugar baker moment from this? Oh week? yeah. I totally forgot. Cause I didn't write it down. Um, <gasps> I have to wing it. I mean, I know what it is, but I usually oh, make man, notes. You're, you're pulling a me. You're just winging you. things. Oh my gosh. It's the pressure. The pressure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to give the gist of this. I don't want to go into politics because politics is boring. Everyone hates it and everybody gets mad. But my moment this week happened because there was a thing in politics that happened yeah. that upset me. And but also like I knew it was going to happen. It's fine. Uh, this is how the game works and everybody has to play the game. Well, I was I was OK. I was a little sad about it. But then I got online, which I should not have done. And I started reading comments about what everybody else had said about this thing. And Are you sure you don't want to say what the thing is? Oh, I mean, I guess I can. So it, it Bernie Sanders endorsed prudent. Hillary Clinton this week. Yeah, I think um, I think that's worth it to say. <laughs> which, I mean, I feel like it was going to happen. And yeah. they are trying now both to beat Trump. And I understand right. that Bernie supporters feel let down and they feel defeated yeah. because that's exactly how I feel. But yeah. I feel like he fought a really good fight. Yep. And... Got no one thought he thought would he get would this far. And he's, he has yeah. started a political revolution. Whether or not he yeah. won the election, he has yeah. started something that's very important. Yes. And I got online, and a lot of our peers are uh. being petulant children. Uh. And they're immediately turning like their back Bernie on this supporters? man. Yes, Bernie supporters. Okay. They're immediately okay. turning yeah. their back on this man. And they're saying that he's a traitor, and he let everyone down. And it's just like the last year that they've been supporting him never happened that they never thought this was going to be the inevitable thing that happened i mean this was always going to happen and so now they're making you know evil memes you know whatever the 20 something bernie supporters do said yeah and it just it made me so angry it's like no he fought a good fight we support him why are you doing this five minutes later it's, and it's a bunch incredible. of them, now we are getting into politics. I'm sorry. I said Uh-oh. I wasn't going to do this. No, but no, 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 no. A bunch no. of them just turned around and said, well, blah, blah, blah. I guess I'll just vote for Trump. Oh, God. If that is not See, the most white privilege thing oh, I so have stupid. ever heard in my life. You're not even really talking about politics. You're talking about people being stupid about politics. Yeah, I want to point out. True. I don't think you're getting political. I think you're getting like the, our generation is stupid as fuck is yeah. what you're getting. And I mean, I saw this and they're like, oh, ha, 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 I guess I'll just vote for Trump then. And I'm like that. Stupid. You clearly do not know the same people that I know because I have very close friends who legit are living in fear of what their lives will be like if Trump is elected and you're joking about it. Yeah. Like I just I got so angry. So I proceeded to um I had a Mary Joe moment. It's not really it's not really a Julia moment. Because instead of like sharing these thoughts with the masses, so maybe my Julia moment is now because I am sharing this with the masses. But Loving my Mary it. Jo moment was I immediately I was telling you about it and my roommate and um, one of our other friends. So uh-huh. I told three people and I was just ranting like when Mary yes. Jo gets like all in a frenzy. Yeah. And so that was that was on Beautiful. Tuesday. That was my my sugar breaker moment. <laughs> what Beautiful. was yours? Oh, God. All right. Hold on. Condense. Um, so <laughs> I, <laughs> it's long. It's not going to be long. Um, so I went to Toronto over the weekend. Yay. Luckily, I, there were some issues with uh, needing to have a passport, and Which you, you were handled like a boss. Oh no, thank you. I was about to say that you were very instrumental in keeping my positive thoughts. With that, I was going to just like lay on the bed and cry all day, <laughs> and then but instead, I like texted you and and Lee, and a lot of people had like fingers crossed for me. Whatever, it got done. I got to Toronto. There we go. And I went to the um, Toronto Fringe Theater Festival. That I that was basically the reason I was going. Boop, boop. 
And I know it was fun. I got to see a lot of, a lot of great shows, <clears throat> which I don't know. We can't, I can't really get through all of them because that seems like a lot. But I do have to give a special shout out to Songbuster, who is a improv group that I don't think, you know what? I don't know how long they've been together. I don't know if it's been that long even, but um, they will create a musical based on an audience uh, suggestion. That's really cool. It's, it's like it's a different great. show every time they do it. Yes, exactly. And I went to three for that reason <laughs> that I was like, I was like, I'm just going to go uh, and see what happens. And basically they come out, uh, it's 10, like in, I think I'm doing the number right. I have to like, I'd have to say everyone's names to like remember, but it's like 10 like actors. And then um, they have a, a musician, a, a musical producer that plays the keyboard for them because they're making up a musical and they come out and it looks like a different person will come and like point to somebody and be like, okay, give us a suggestion of a place basically. And then they go off of that and they are incredible. I had no idea like what, I was in for um, the first show was I was like, I was really tired, but I still was cracking up. And then, and it was, I think the first was my favorite for some reason, cause it was on the moon. Uh, and <laughs> I loved that. I think it was purely for that, that it was just like, it was the moon. And then there was like sexual tension <laughs> people uh, being pretty ridiculous. Um, and then the next two shows I, um, laughed I was laughing so hard I cried every time but for some reason I decided to wear eyeliner and (laughs) mascara for the next two and like it became a problem like 15 minutes in I was just like wiping my face and just like crying and it hurt so bad that's a good show um oh they're so good so okay hold on before I forget I want to point out that they do a monthly show right now in Toronto um that's like how they're like set up they do monthly shows in Toronto the next one oh at bad dog theater also, and the next one is August 11th. So if anyone is like, in, it is worth it to go. They are ridiculous. They are so talented that they, I, I can't do any of this and that they do it so well. I'm just like blown away. And every, there's not like a um, weak member of the group. They're just so good. You can tell they've been doing this for a while and that they have fun doing it. That's so cool. Um, so I'm like a huge uh, like fangirl of them, even though I won't admit that <laughs> myself. Uh, and I then they asked how I know about them. I still don't exactly understand how I found them. Um, it had to do with like YouTube and social Fate. media and whatever. Fate clearly. Fate. Um, but we like follow each other on like social medias because they're adorable. And um, I tweeted at or I sent them a message. No, no, I tweeted at them to ask if they had any extra posters that they'd be willing to like sell after their last show because that had happened at another show I went to where she was like, Oh, I have these extra posters you guys can have if you want. Um, I was like, Oh, that's a really fun idea. I wonder if Songbuster would do that. So I, I tweeted and asked and um, they said, Oh yeah, we've got some, they're not like in great condition, but you can definitely have one. And then I, I went for it and asked, I was like, would it be too much to like, ask you to sign it because <laughs> I just was like that would be such a fun souvenir yeah. you know um and they did at the last show they signed it for me um and uh left it uh for me to pick up at the front of the house and I sent them a message that was like you know thanking them and just thought they were like so nice and said something I don't know doesn't matter 
what does matter is that Stephanie, who needs to get a special, like, shout out herself, sent me, oh, Stephanie, I just love Stephanie. I knew I would love her before I met her. I just knew. I I told you that. I remember. They're like, like, Mm -hmm. I I followed her on Instagram personally. And, you know, I was like, I just like, think she's so adorable. I think that she would be just like, she's geeky and like sweet and whatever. She sent me a message that I didn't know what I was going to do. Like my fringe was over. I had the last ticket to the last show I was going to see. And I was maybe going to go see another one, but I I was just kind of sitting on the steps of the theater. Like, okay, uh, what now? You know? Mm-hmm. And, um, Stephanie sent me a message. that was like, Hey, we're on the porch of this bar hanging out if you feel brave enough to say hey because I told her I keep seeing people from the troop all weekend but then like I'm way too shy to say anything uh and I was like oh the last 20 okay. what did I say I don't yeah. remember uh you just okay. you just show uh told us that uh they were at the bar the rooftop okay and that uh they said and that's kind of where it cut out so okay um so they so they're at the bar uh, on the porch and they told me to come and say hey if I was feeling uh, so inclined, like we would just say, Hey, and, um, I thought about it for just a second and the, I really trained myself since I see celebrities in New York to like not react. And so this felt like a weird concept to me to like go and say, Hey, the people that I'm clearly like a fan of and stuff. I was like, Oh, I don't do that. I just, I don't know why it's, it's kind of ridiculous. I need to get over it. But, um, I, uh, texted you, I thought, but I didn't. <laughs> I just like went. I was like, just go, Aaron. Don't think about it. Just go. And I walk up, and it's so funny because, like, I'm pretty sure I was like, hey, and it's only about um, half of the group are at this table, okay? They're, they're like had drinks and stuff, and they're just hanging out. And um, I walk up, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> something along those lines. I'm pretty sure. And then they are like, hey. And the only person who recognizes me would be Stephanie. Well, I guess maybe some of them may have seen me around the tent or something, but they don't really know what's going on. And um, and so she's like, this is the person that we – this is our fan from New York City. This is the one we signed the poster for. And they're like, oh. And, um, yeah, and then I ended up – I don't need to go into it, but I ended up sitting with them for quite a while actually and talking, which I – like that's going to be a happy memory to like the day I die. I think <laughs> they were just so sweet and so cute. And I loved it because I was feeling kind of uh, lonely, which is weird. I never do that, but I, I, it was one of those kind of trips where I just couldn't really find people to vibe with and like talk to mm-hmm. and stuff. And so I was um, really uh, touched that like they let me like come sit with them and like have a drink and chill out and we talked about all kinds of things and at one point we we're playing a basically a trivia game of American capital cities uh, and they told me <laughs> because I'm American and they were telling me that I found out random Canadian facts that I feel so bad that I don't know anything about Canada basically that I need to learn but um, yeah so my actual sugar baker moment was Stephanie being like hey you should just come say hey to us and me thinking, oh, no, I'm too shy. And then be like, no, I'm going for it. I'm going. And then yes. they were just so freaking adorable. And I want oh, to go yeah. back to another show like right now. <laughs> but, That's yeah, fun. so Bad Dog Theater, Toronto, Songbuster. Follow them on all of the social media. We will social post their social medias in our show notes yeah. and uh, at least whatever we can find on Facebook as well. I think – and they put up their songs on, like, YouTube and stuff sometimes. Oh, cool. And I can probably link were- to their YouTube channel too. 
Yeah, they were they recorded some of these shows as well, and it's just so good. So that was so long. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I tried my best. <laughs> it's me. It was a good moment. moment. It was oh my favorite moment. Uh, that didn't involve you. Although all the rest of the ones probably involve you, I think. <laughs> You're too much. I am actually too much. Um, would you like for me to read the description of this week's episode? Yes. Okay. Let's jump so, into our episode. What? What? What episode? I said, let's jump into our episode. Oh, jump into our episode. Okay. Um, so this is season one, episode eight, entitled "I Do I Don't." It first aired on December fourth, nineteen eighty-six. And the description reads, Hal Holbrook plays Julia's beau of six months, who promises her a special gift, something yellow that fits on one finger. Uh, And then it guest stars also uh, Tracy Walter, and that's the only people it has down. Uh, (laughs) um, Yeah, so that's it. That's that's the... um episode and this is the first appearance of reese watson hal holbrook who is dixie carter's real life husband they were how Um, long have they been married uh, they were married from 1984 to until her death in 2010 yeah and he was her third husband so go dixie and he's 91 right now and i don't know if he's still touring i couldn't find that in the news but um very recently he's been touring on stage playing mark twain as a ninety-year-old, ninety-one-year-old, I can't man. even do that now. No, there's no way. But yeah, he's, wow. there, he's still doing stuff. Um, go Hal Holbrook. Jeez, that's impressive. So yeah, um, um, and I love, I love them. Oh my gosh, I love this episode. I I didn't know that this episode again. I didn't know this episode was already this episode. You yeah, know? I didn't realize it was this soon. I didn't remember yeah. that being a thing. Um. So we open with Suzanne and Mary Jo and Charlene in Sugar Bakers. And yes. my very first note is Mary Jo boob count number five. Yes, me too. Only it says Mary Jo book count for some reason <laughs> in my notes. Oh. Um, oh, dear. But she's trying to explain uh, Tuft to whoever yes. clients they're working with. And I don't, they don't really speak English, right? No, yeah, I don't think they speak very English. So it's like English. the concept's weird, yeah. Yeah, and she said, now the nephew thinks I want larger breasts. I don't, <laughs> but she will. She will, though. There's a very great episode about that. Um, yep. So yeah, this is Mary Jo Boob Count number five. Wow, I didn't realize you're actually keeping the count. I'm so impressed. Oh, thank you. I was just like, that's another one for the books. <laughs> for the books. <laughs> I didn't know the number. Oh, man. Uh, so in the middle of this, uh, Julia comes, Julia in, comes in and yeah. it's their, her and Reese's six month anniversary. We have not met Reese yet. This is hilarious. Um, they just like jump in. This is how the show is. Sometimes this is happens. Just pop. They're up. like, oh, yep. She's been dating someone for six months. And we didn't know about it. Flowers. And yeah. There you go. Roses. And she's like flipping out. She's very, very cute. Yeah. Because um, we don't see her this. I mean, we see her uh, decomposed kind of when she flips out about things in a negative yeah. way when she is reacting or ranting. But we don't usually see her get like schoolgirl excited. Right. So it's very, it's very cute. different. Yes. And as you said in the uh, summary, um, Reese has gotten her present and all he's told her is that it's yellow and she can hold it on one finger. Mm-hmm. This is a big mistake. Why yep. would any man ever say that? The whole Don't time I thought he must be playing a game. Like yeah. it was awful. like he like he like it he wanted her to think it was something else or I don't know. It just seems really weird. Yeah, I just like don't ever give somebody a present and say it has anything to do with the finger if it's not no. a ring. Especially if you're like a 
like a woman. Yeah. <laughs> that's potentially – oh, that's very sexist of me. I don't mean that. I just meant no, like but... um, that if it's like – okay, you know what? A race. I didn't even say that <laughs> because that doesn't make sense. Controls oh, man. Oh, God, because, um, yeah, people, other people are obsessed with marriage, too. But it seems like there's a, there is a stereotype of, of mm-hmm. older women being obsessed with, like, settling down again, you know, yeah. that they're playing into. Maybe that's not even a stereotype. Maybe I'm just going to stop talking now. <laughs> Leslie? Yep. Oh, whoa, I didn't hear you for a second there. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, okay. I lost you for, like, a second, but then when it came back, it didn't feel like anything had missed. It was almost just, like, a lag. Oh, okay, cool. But it didn't seem like I had missed any of the conversation. It just kind of like it blipped out. And then when it came back, you were in line with whatever you were before. I don't know. That's weird. Oh, okay, cool. But yeah. And so, then, so he messed up and he says this thing. Yeah. And Charlene uh, starts this conversation of suggesting it's an engagement ring. And this is where the expectations and just kind of go a little nuts. Uh-huh. Excuse me, because she, Julia thinks it's not an engagement ring and she says yeah. it would be a nice gesture. She's not ready to get married again. Yeah. Um, and then Suzanne says, well, I don't Those think you're going to get months. asked. <laughs> yeah. So rude. So rude. Suzanne. Suzanne. Who's um, been married like 15 times herself. Goodness gracious. And Julia points that out um, after, you know, Suzanne says that Reese has only been a widower for two years. Apparently everybody yeah. at the country club is like all over him because he's super yes. hot. Yeah. And Julia points out that if she wanted to motivate him to get married, she could do that. Yeah. Um, and she could do that a lot sooner than you could jump into the next unsuspect. You could jump the next unsuspecting man from behind. So funny. addressing Suzanne because she's been married. I don't even know how many times. I think I said six at one point, right? Six. Yeah. That's just so right. many because she just turned 30. Yeah. That's a that's lot. A lot. That's a that lot. means I would have been married six times by now. Yep. I think about that. Oh, uh, no. Oof. Ugh, no, let's not. That's too much. <laughs> let's uh, not so about it. Charlene brings up the, this whole trend of um, like uh, dudes hiding the ring yes. and things before they propose. Like it's yeah. not just an old fashioned uh, get down on one knee and propose. Like it has to be a spectacle of some sort. And Mary Joven points that out. No. She says, "What happened to an old fashioned box?" About- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, because uh, Charlene's talking about um, the putting it in the cake. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Was that Charlene or Mary Jo? I think it was Charlene. Yeah, Charlene. Oh, yeah. yeah One yeah. of Charlene's friends choked on hers. And the guy got so mad that they yeah. eventually married other people because they had to yep. take her. And she had to either get her stomach pumped or throw up everything she'd eaten. Yeah. Yep. And then they just Waste got the so meal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Mary Jo didn't even get a ring. She just got a gift certificate. Oh, And she doesn't yeah. elaborate. Quantum I was like, leap. yeah, gift certificate for what? I marriage? I don't story. understand what that is. What did Quantum Leap do? I want this story. <laughs> and we don't get it. I was so disappointed. Oh, man. But they're talking about Julia. They're not talking about Mary Jo. She's not an attention hog like Suzanne. So Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they go back to talking about Julia again. And she's she knows she's not going to get a ring. Um, but then Mary Jo kind of like pipes in. And is like, well, you know, what else could it be? Uh-huh. And then Suzanne pipes in one of those little plastic bananas on a keychain. <laughs> it's so weird. Which she is the that. perfect gift. Yeah. It's the gift that keeps on giving, right? <laughs> Are they that common? That's like, if you mention it, people know what you're talking about? What? So, are they that common that if oh, someone yeah, mentions yeah. it? Like, she just brings it up, and then people go, oh, yeah, I know uh, what that is. It's like, maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe? that thing you just said that's so rare and random. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they were really common in the 80s. We'll have to look it up and see if they're a thing. Yeah. I'll buy you one. 
Oh, that's all. Just think I want to find you one. Three years and some odd months. Uh-huh. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, so we fast forward to dinner. Yep. Julia's keeping an eye out for that ring, man. Oh, she is demolishing everything <laughs> she can to find that ring. It starts like, I think it's subtle at first. Like she's kind of looking in like the rose mm-hmm. that comes up. Like she's looking in like the rolls. But then just apparently she's just attacking everything looking for it. Yeah. And she's, just, it's very, I, I love the way she does it because it goes from kind of subtle to just ridiculous. Yeah. And it doesn't top. go on, like Reese doesn't say anything kind of until nope. the end of the meal, but it does not go unnoticed. Yeah. Cause he offers her the last roll. Yeah. <laughs> and then he talks like, about how she like demolished everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then he, he, de- he, he commits a faux pas. Oh gosh. Uh, he comments he on her hair. Nope. And how she made a mistake with it. Nope. Again. This isn't the rudest way you'd ever say it. I think you made a mistake with your hair or something yeah. like that, right? So yeah. this is mistake number two, Reese. Like, to be such a suave, debonair dude, first yeah. of all, you've mentioned a finger in your present. And now you have commented that you do not like what Julia has done with her hair. Don't ever do that. It's bad. Just don't. I can't believe he, he's been married before. Maybe that's one reason why he's divorced. He, no, said, she died. he, he said, said the wrong thing. Oh, wait. Oh, right. I forgot. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, I'm a dickhead. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's just out of practice. No. He's just, that's what oh, it is. I'm, I'm, I'm dating. He's out of practice. Yeah, no. I guess so. And then okay. he, he brings up, he's complaining about waiters for some reason. Yes, that they chat with you. Yeah, and they want to have a personal, like, relationship with people. Yeah. And then he elaborates on this mistake she has made with her hair. Oh, it's horrible. Even more. And I love her response. She says, I didn't realize my face was coming on too strong for you. I would have worn a bag over my head. Oh, perfect response, though. Yeah. And then he he tries to kind of save face a little bit. Uh, oh, no. And then she goes on to say, sorry, I have to say this, too, because it's funny. No, without your import, Without your input, who knows how many people I might have offended tonight. Yes. Yeah. And then he, like, tries to save face by telling her that she knows how beautiful she is. Yeah. That was kind of weird. And then then, out this, she's still ripping apart food. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) But she does say that it'd be nice to hear it anyway. That, you know, like, she shouldn't just expect him to think she's beautiful. It's nice to hear it every now and then. Yeah. And I think that goes true for everyone. You can tell this isn't actually married in real life couple. Yes, you can. <laughs> and I not, like that. They've not been together for six months. No, they've been together for, I think, two years at this point. They've been married. Okay. So I don't know how long yeah. they were together before that. Yeah. Um. So then he tries to have a conversation about how happy he is that they've been uh-huh. together for six months. And she's still looking through all the things. Yes. And then he tells her to close her eyes because, you know, uh-huh. it's time for her present. Uh-huh. And the waiter brings out this thing and, like, unveils a... It's a really big one of those metal things, you know, with the lid on it. Yeah, one of those, like, serve, huge, elaborate serving platters. Yeah. And he unveils a canary. Weird as shit. Who gets someone a canary? Uh, her attempt to be happy about it, though, is <laughs> not convincing, but quite nope. hilarious. Yes. Oh, and he's, like, he's so clueless about it. Yeah, but... He's his, like, yeah. Okay, though, his his story, though... Like, I melted a little bit because Wait. he says, yeah. um, so, you know, he's like, well, I could have gotten you a fur coat or a car. And she's yeah. like, but what would be the point when you could get me a bird like this? And her face yeah. is priceless. But then um, 
he tells her the story about how they were sitting together and he's like, don't you remember the story you yeah. told me about when you were a little girl and you lost yeah. your pet canary and how That's you cried sweet. and cried and almost killed you because it sang so beautifully and it was the first pet uh, that you ever loved. Uh, and I was like, he remembered, first of all, he yes. remembered that. Yes. He was listening to your yeah. story. Yep. The whole thing. And then he remembered it and he uh-huh. wanted to do something to remind you of this thing that you loved when you were a child. Mm-hmm. And to show he cares yeah. about her heart and her feelings. I, like- I, I think in reality, it's honestly like more romantic than a ring. I agree. Yeah. I yeah, I melted a little bit at that story. Yeah. And she just can't get over the fact that it's not a ring. I just I kind of lost my patience, Julia. A little I bit. know. I, was like, I know. Well, because I was a dickhead gesture. earlier, but I mean, there is a stereotype they're playing into of yeah. like of particularly women being obsessed with marriage. Mm-hmm. So she, that's the thing is it wasn't a ring. So she could, it wasn't worth it to her, you know? Yeah. And so she's like, you know, really upset and, you know, she starts squabbling over the events of the evening. Yeah. And, um, he, I feel like he was terrible with the details of the gift, trying to, Uh you know, entice her into figuring out what it was. And she was terrible with assumptions. Yeah. And now we're here. Yes. Started at the top. Now we're here. <laughs> no. Uh, but during their conversation, I love how he calls her kiddo. Uh-huh. And I love how she calls him my precious one, even uh-huh. when they're arguing. Yes. It's very cute. Yeah. And his comment about, he's like, oh, you know, you wanted you wanted a ring, didn't you? And she's like, no. And he's like, no, no, I know you, kiddo. You wanted a ring. You crushed six rolls tonight and had an ice bucket <laughs> up to your elbow. You mm-hmm. were mining for diamonds. Uh-huh. He knows her. That's I love the match yeah. of these two, you know, and how how well they know each other. And uh-huh. um, uh, she says he was she wasn't expecting a ring, and he's flattered, and he's adorable also. And yes. she says, "Well, that's your fantasy, not mine." And he says, "You bet it is." And I was like, "Again, Ugh, this so is cute. where that charm comes in." Now I see it. Yep, yep. And so he says, "Marry me. We'll get a house and raise the bird together." <laughs> yeah. And then he immediately flips it to the comedy. Because apparently people have pools going about the odds of someone getting him down the aisle again. And he's like, think of uh-huh. all the money we could collect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they, they get back to a little tender moment again. And they're talking about their their deceased spouses. And um, Julia wonders, you know, would they would they want us to be happy? Or would they be happy for us? And Reese says, you know, I think they would. They would want us to be happy. Uh-huh. Uh, also, I'd like to point out that this is the South because her, why her dead husband is named Hayden, oh, and his dead wife is named Mary Alice together. Yeah, I do. I really just think that was so cute that they could be potentially having dinner together up, yeah. up in heaven. That's just so cute. That was really sweet. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of they're they're talking about that in the evening. I guess ends because the next scene that we see is the next morning how wait didn't we oh gosh (laughs) i know i know i know i hit the thing (laughs) i hit a button on my phone um how did they didn't they end somewhere so that we knew what what was going to happen next basically like they had like champagne Mm -hmm. but did they not say something that would be an indication of Maybe they did. Marriage coming. I, maybe I missed it. I don't know. Because, yeah, because we wake up in the morning. Julia's like. Hung over as fuck. Yeah, she's having some trouble getting down <laughs> those stairs. 
And um, uh, she tells the ladies that she got married. Yeah. Well, she says um, they let's see. She she's just out just shoveled hungover. And then she says that she and Reese drank all the champagne in Georgia and then got yes. married. Uh-huh. And Mary Jo is shocked. She says, you did what? And then um, somebody, maybe it's Suzanne, I can't remember, asks if he gave her a ring. And she said, no, he gave me the bird, but we got married anyway. And then she doesn't want to stay married. Oh, internet connection problem. I hope you can hear me. I can hear you. Okay, yay, there you are again. I missed you for like five seconds. Oh, no. Sorry. Too sad. But we're no. back now. It was a long five yeah. seconds. Okay, uh, keep going, keep going. So, sorry. <laughs> she no. says that, of course, they're not staying married. Um, because, like, unlike Suzanne, she doesn't do these things every day. Every time a oh. light turns green. Oh, man. I wish, that's not, of all, like, the comedic insults, that one didn't, that one didn't do it for me. I don't know. No, I wasn't no. a huge fan of that one. No. Uh, but then she blames Suzanne for daring her to get married. I don't, she didn't <sighs> dare her. No, she really didn't. <laughs> I don't know. She- she kind of goaded her a little bit, I guess, because yeah. she can't get married again or something, but I don't know. But I Sibling love... Sibling rivalry. Yeah. And I love the, the comedic timing and instant gratification of sitcoms, mm-hmm. because just as she's saying all of this, um, talking about, you know, a potential annulment, like they're, mm-hmm. of course, not going to stay married. Reese comes barreling in, bright-eyed and yep. bushy-tailed. Yeah. And I love that his morning after is looks very, very different from Julia's morning after. Oh, he probably, you know, drinks like a liter of whiskey a night. He eats sure. champagne's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like that kind of southern man, you know. Yeah. Having some like wild turkey or whatever it is. And he's such a lawyer. Like he's already got annulment papers drawn up. Oh, it's hilarious. And he says that uh he knows she knows how he feels about her, but they shouldn't have to suffer. Suffer. For the rest of their lives because of one careless, stupid mistake. It's pretty pragmatic, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, essentially he's agreeing with her. Yeah. 100%. But the fact that he's initiating this conversation with her uh-huh. makes her... Because she was worried about that she was going to break his heart. Yeah, she was worried he was super excited. And yeah. that she was going to upset him. Um. So then she gets all fired up like she does. And yes. signs the papers very dramatically and says he can stick it where the sun doesn't shine and shoves the paper in his pants. Yeah, she says, like, he can fold it and I don't know. She says something weird. Anyway, yes, he <laughs> shoves it in his pants. <laughs> Which I love. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. And then we jump to. Uh, I mean, she got what she wanted. It's yeah. so ridiculous. You would think she'd be happy. No. Yeah. She no. didn't get it done exactly her way. No, so she's exactly. Upset. What a brat, Julia. Right. Jeez, Julia. And then we jump to her bedroom, and I just, like, my notes in all caps just say, oh, my goodness, Julia's bedroom. That bed, those sheets, I can't even. Pink silk. It's nice. Pinstripe candy-ish silk headboard. Like, she has gone all out. I love it. And I just kept looking at those sheets and thinking that I would slide right off of them. Like, I would not be comfortable (laughs) in sheets. Yeah, no. You got some silk pajamas on. You're in trouble. I know. We just go. It'd be like a slip and slide in the bedroom. Oh, funny. Um, And then I know her hair looks like mine does when the humidity gets up in the summertime. It's just. Oh, I miss it. I want want your hair to be that big all the time. It's awful. It's big (laughs) and no one can control it. It's no. Oh, it's beautiful. 
And Charlene points out that her actions are selfish and small-minded. Uh-huh. Um, and Julia, who is always standing up for the little guy, always ranting about injustices and getting on her soapbox, uh-huh. just replies, well, that's who I am. Jeez. <laughs> selfish and small-minded. <laughs> yep. There you go. Uh, pity party. Uh, party yeah. of one. Oh, man. And... I totally agree with her, though. I mean, it's just... You know, like when you get the thing you say you wanted, but you didn't really want it, is where she's at. And her yeah. little heart's broken. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, and so um, Suzanne comes, or like later they're downstairs, and Julia's resting, like recovering from her hangover. Uh-huh. And Suzanne tells her she has a telegram from Reese, but she's not going to bring it up to her. Julia nope. has to come downstairs to get it. Uh-huh. And she says she can't resist a man admitting he's wrong. She'll come down. <laughs> Well, then Reese shows up with a minister. Yes. And says he's here for the wedding. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they're going to do this all over again. Yeah. Ridiculous. What are these people doing? <laughs> and Suzanne does a very Bernice thing. Oh, really? Yeah. She sees the minister and she yeah. says, I know you. Uh- Have you ever been to Wimbledon? Which is exactly uh, ties into your rant. Hang on. You're gone again. Okay, are you there? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, she asks him, uh, "Have you ever been to Wimbledon?" Yeah. Which I thought was funny because that was Mm -hmm. in your rant. Yes. And because when Bernice met her, Bernice said, "I know you. You're from America." From America. Just reminded me of Bernice. Uh, Does she mean when Suzanne says it? Does she mean like he's a tennis player? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I Uh, couldn't tell if she felt like he played tennis or she ran into him there as something else. I don't really know. Probably not. Probably just to be weird and funny. Yeah. 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 What, two of the hooligans? The the hooligans at Wimbledon. Okay, yeah, so uh, they've convinced his, yeah, the hooligans at Wimbledon, they've convinced Suzanne to come down. Sorry, Mm -hmm. sorry, Suzanne. They've convinced (laughs) Julia to come down for this wedding. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just this whole, it's so ludicrous, this whole scene. Yeah, because she's still in her pajamas and disheveled and big of hair. Oh, yeah. He's brought a veil. He puts it on her. He does. And they got a violin player and a minister. Poor violin player. He didn't even get credited. I know. I know. That's how I was trying to look up who it was and they they didn't say. And she tells the violin player if he cares anything at all about his instrument, he Uh will stop Uh playing. Because he and, plays, you know, here comes the bride as she's walking down the stairs looking all crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like Suzanne is still trying to figure out where she knows this minister from. Yeah. And she asks him something about somebody's party barge. If he's ever been on so-and-so's <laughs> party barge. Yeah. And then we find out that Reese also got a telegram from mm-hmm. Julia. So Suzanne has pulled some parent trap shit. I love it. I think that's so cute. It's so cute. And, um, and unlike her. It is. It's very unlike her. But I feel like these, like, she cares about them. They oh, love yeah. her. It's yeah. her her little sweet side that never really comes out. Yeah. Is coming out. And I also love how Julia is, like, so freaking disheveled and Reese is <laughs> in a suit. Yes. And Perfect looks, combo. Yeah. He looks very dapper. Mm-hmm. And so Julia stops the wedding. Says she can't marry him. Yeah. And she does, she points out that she adores the fact that he's doing this. And he replies that he's sure he's never loved her more. And again, I melted a little bit. So cute. Why are they so cute? 
And Charlene is crying. Uh-huh. And she says, this is so romantic. It's just like Rhett and Scarlet. <laughs> this is not just like Rhett and Scarlet. I am not a Ugh. fan of Gone with the Wind. We're also not. No, who are not no. romantic. Ugh, vomit. No, thank no. you. I could think of lots of things more romantic than Rhett and Scarlet. I mean, Rhett is a handsome man. I, I mean, Clark Gable. But, well, I was thinking, like, actually, I just like the character. Like, when I had to sit through reading the damn book. Oh, yeah, never read <laughs> I like the Rhett part. But, um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no. You're a trooper. You read that book. Ugh. Oh, God, yeah. I've only seen the movie, like, eight million times. Ugh. Ugh. My mom loves it. The things we do for our moms. Yeah, the things we do for love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I yeah. think that they are much cuter. Yes, of course. Show. Definitely. Um, so Reese wants to go to lunch instead of get married. Yeah. And they're getting Good ready. Good plan. <clears throat> She's, they're not going to leave, obviously, because Julia's not ready to go. But they kind of do in a little aside, just the two of them. And she tells them, in the future, when you hire a minister to fool me, don't use the parking attendant at the country club. Oh, uh, so funny. She knew. She knew. She and knew. Suzanne still hasn't figured it out. No. Nope. But that's where she knows him from. Ah, so good. And she still throws her bouquet. Mm-hmm. And Charlene catches it, which is mm-hmm. adorable and appropriate because she will is be. She on the next one? Yes. Ah, it's cute. In season three. I think it's season three. And then we um, we get guest star Hal Holbrook before we get our normal credits. Yes! I love that. That was so cute. Yeah. Oh. And that's that's the episode. That is the episode. It was quite. A, it was a. It was kind of a weird one, if I'm honest, as far mm-hmm. as like the tone, and um, you know, like there's just there's just an A story. Yeah, there uh, wasn't really a B story in this one, and no Anthony. No, no Anthony, no, no Bernice, Bernice, except for the scene in the restaurant. It's almost a bottle episode where they're just in like the mm-hmm. shop downstairs and. Yeah, it was interesting. But, you know, it aired. It was before Christmas. Yeah. So that's part of it, maybe, that they just were, like, putting out a, you know, a cute Christmas episode. And, mm-hmm. yeah. I liked it, though. Of course, it's adorable. Oh, yeah. I love the two of them. And I love all of the ones where Reese shows up. Because I just, mm-hmm. like, their on-screen chemistry is very mm-hmm. on point. Which, yeah. I mean, they had a good marriage. So there you go. Oh, so cute. Did you have a favorite outfit? I was just getting ready to ask you the same thing. Oh, I'm married married uh i did um i actually for- also forgot to write it down i am all over the place this week uh but i know I which one it is that's why uh you heard the theme song a minute ago because i'm like <laughs> crap i didn't like i don't remember exactly what it looks like let me look real quick <laughs> um so mine was i guess it's when they came in the next morning but uh-huh. when julia's coming down the stairs all disheveled uh-huh. and stuff uh-huh. uh it's mary joe's pink jacket with the it's not quite plaid but it does have a plaid feel it's just pink and black and there's like um lines like a horizontal and vertical lines all over it and i thought it's not but i thought on the side like i don't know if it's the breast pocket area there was Mm -hmm. a cat it's not a cat it's a flower but if it were a cat cat. i would want it well she's already got her epic cat vest that's true it's hard to talk about books Oof, and then I think she just had like a black skirt, normal, but the the yeah. jacket really pops. Yeah. Ah, oh, she has got she, the cutest clothing. She does. I love her. What was your yeah. favorite outfit? Mine's kind of silly, but I don't care. Um, it is uh Suzanne's first outfit mm-hmm. where she's wearing a black skirt. Whatever, boring. Um, but I love her red jacket that has these big black bows on it. Mm-hmm. I like. Oh, that it's one just too. so cute. I don't. I could never pull it off, but. 
I think her with her giant like helmet hair. Oh, I love her so big good. hair. Her hair is just it pulls off the outfit Epic. so well. Yes. Yeah, and it's just like very like stark. I could see that almost being a dress that would look good on me or something, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Could rock that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was my my favorite outfit. Pretty pretty simple one, you know. I like I try to like I go very eighties for these, you know, but and that one is very eighties, but I also liked the colors on her and how like just stark it is, you know, just red and black. It's great. It's really yeah. It's a good it's a good look. Yeah. I guess is that it? I think that's it. Look uh right. look on our social medias for the things. Uh we are Sugar Baker Girls on Facebook, iTunes, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest, Ello, and other things i don't know yeah if you have any <laughs> comments questions or concerns you can email us at sugarbakergirls at gmail.com and please feel free to do your own julia rant and send please it to do. us so that we can share it yeah and if you like will. us please take a moment to rate and review on itunes we'd appreciate that yeah thanks. share us with your friends i don't know whatever you like thanks guys <laughs> thanks mm-hmm. for joining us <laughs> i'm gonna do we're pretty, we're pretty low key about it. Yeah, we're pretty, we're pretty low key. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Bye. So today's holidays yeah. are very interesting. Okay. Barbershop Music Appreciation Day. <gasps> That's cute.